0: I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality. So naturally, I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. On this episode, our guest is Ashley Prigge. Ashley and I have an honest conversation about what evangelism is and how to spread the good news with our words. She did mission work in England for six months and among other things, she shares a powerful story of how the Holy Spirit worked through her and how he can work in you too to share who Jesus is with the people around you. If you are or have been afraid of going out and telling people about Jesus or even feeling a pressure to evangelize, I encourage you to listen to this episode. It's so honest, it's so real, and we talk about how it can be awkward too and just what it looks like to submit to the Lord and to trust Him in all things. Hi everybody! Welcome back to another episode of It's Too Wonderful. Today we have Ashley on the pod. Hey Ashley. Hey. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so
1: excited. You know I'm the number one fan. of oh. It's Too Wonderful, so <laughs> Ashley. I, <is. laughs>
0: you 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 stay texting me. I like. know. Well, I'm
1: like she has to know that the Lord's using this oh. and it's amazing. So mm.
0: speaking of that, I was Ashley and I are in a Bible study together um this summer and we were sitting next to each other on monday night and coming into that night i was like i don't know who to have on my podcast next like god just like who should i have on i feel kind of stuck and the whole time i'm sitting next to you i'm just like i should ask ashley and then at the end of the night i was like what are you doing this week (laughs) (laughs) we planned this like two days ago (laughs) yeah and
1: i was like heck yeah
0: Yeah. i'd love to yeah so we're just jumping right into it Mm -hmm. um okay first question I mean, I guess we're recording in the afternoon, and maybe I should pivot this question because it doesn't really make it sense when you record this late, but regardless, mm-hmm. what's something you're looking forward to today?
1: Well, even though it is late in the day, I am going to see Barbie tonight. <gasps> So I'm so excited. Me and Sydney Lee (laughs) are gonna go. We're gonna get I'm gonna put on a pink sweatshirt. Stop. I'm gonna get some popcorn and I'm gonna watch Barbie. So I do have something that I'm looking forward to tonight. That
0: sounds so fun. I love like how Barbie has taken a hold. It's (laughs) kind of crazy. The
1: marketing team needs yeah all the money They've yeah killed it,
0: they so. have I don't think I've I don't remember any other movie that's been this like big of a deal to go see so in I'm theaters. so excited I, I think know. it's gonna be
1: really funny oh
0: that one's mm-hmm. so fun I really want to go um okay let's get into it tell whoever's listening a little about yourself what are you what are you up to right now what what's your day look like
1: yeah so I graduated from Belmont University in December of 2022. Um, so since then I was in England for a little bit, which I'll get to. And then, um, about a month after I got back, I started working at a worship record label here in Nashville. Um, so that has just been an amazing experience, such a blessing. Couldn't have asked for a better, um, place to work and people to work with. So, growing and learning what that job looks like is, um, what I'm doing now. And, you know, yeah. just going kind of nine to five, but okay. also flexible with that. And just, um, seeing how the Lord uses like the business side to, you know, glorify him through music and worship yeah. music has been really cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm up to right now. Enjoying, what summer looks like as a working girl
0: Mm -hmm. and planning
1: out my evenings, which has been fun. Yeah,
0: because you like can't plan during the day, which you can in college. So it's weird to just be like, okay, after five. (laughs) Yeah,
1: which has been hard because you sometimes want to do stuff in the morning. Yeah, um, it just makes the evening sweeter and having it planned out at the beginning of the week kind of what it's gonna look like. So I really like doing that and meal prepping all the adult Ooh, things meal prepping okay. i know i'm getting i'm getting some good <laughs> recipes down so mm. um yeah life has been sweet it's you'll simple, have to I send probably.
0: some recipes to me
1: i will i will i'm figuring them out so i'll send them as i get them
0: yeah oh my gosh the other night when we were in bible study was it you who was eating the salmon no it was brooklyn oh yeah oh, it looked so it good looked like the the classic meal of like salmon sweet potatoes and like a veggie i feel like Just that's always like
1: the bougie side of my life <laughs> my meal prepping well, salmon's expensive I, I know but it's so good i need to incorporate that
0: yeah more yeah. like whenever i am at trader joe's and i'm looking at the salmon i'm like mm, should i treat myself today <laughs> yeah
1: i know now it's i'm good. about to go buy some salmon <laughs> Talking about
0: um anyways yeah that sounds it sounds so fancy your job like i know but i just so nashville it's,
1: I, it does but it just like in the moment it like i'm it feels fancy but not yeah like, it's just like wow, this is so special and, you know, I don't know, Mm. just understanding what it looks like now.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's important. I feel like a lot of times whenever you, whoever's listening, I feel like sometimes those like jobs can sound like, oh my, like if I was listening a few years ago, I would get so stressed because I'd be like, oh my gosh, what if my job doesn't sound like cool one day? But when you're actually there, it's just like,
1: just another job it's
0: just another job yeah. and like god provides and i don't know it, it's just it's never as like i feel like it's never as not stressful but like what's the word P- prestigious i don't yeah. know as you like yeah. make it out to be you know yeah. i mean when you're working in a day-to-day
1: and that's just everyone who's there it's their yeah. day-to-day it's yeah. like and also the whole idea of Um, I think being in Nashville really gets Mm. in your head, the celebrity aspect of everything and not that, I mean, worship music, the celebrity culture is a little bit different and Christian music in general. Um, but I think once you take a step back from that, that's Mm. when it like, and you, and you really balance it out and you're Mm. like, no, we're all like, obviously we created equal. Neither of us have more or less value. Um, yeah. And so that's when it really is like, no, this is a job mm-hmm. and the Lord is using these people in these ways and He's mm-hmm. using me in this way behind the scenes and mm-hmm. he's using this person who's working as a teacher and he's using this person who's a lawyer or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's the important aspect of of working in anything entertainment is separating the celebrity from the person and yeah. We need to we need to stop that. I feel yeah. like. as a culture, that's where it gets really bad. But mm. um I mean I feel like I've learned that over the past four years and like still growing in that, but um, that just makes it more of like, this is a job and this is what the Lord's called me to do. And it's not all lights and glamor all the time. You know,
0: this is a little bit of a bunny trail, but when you first came to Nashville, did you have that like perspective of like, Oh my gosh, I I didn't really know you then. Mm -hmm. So like, do you think your perspective of like working in the entertainment industry has changed?
1: I think it just had the like, I don't know if it's like the veil over it mm. where you're like, oh, that just like looks so cool and so awesome and that person is this and this and this and um, and then you meet them and they're s- they can be great people sometimes and sometimes yeah. and maybe not so great, but you really are just like, oh, wait, yeah, they are just a person. Like Taylor mm. Swift is just a person. <laughs> not that I've met Taylor Swift, but I know she's I just, just like, Yeah, person. I was working with her yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like as a kid I used to really idolize celebrities and idolize mm-hmm. singers and just growing up was a part of taking a step back from that so I don't mm-hmm. I think coming into college I was already kind of like realizing the yeah there's a little bit of disconnect but definitely as I grew older and got more into this side of the
0: industry um yeah yeah mm-hmm. cool okay I want to ask how your persp- how your time in England has like informed that perspective but I feel like to get there We have to talk about what you did in England. So uh, you did mission work in England Mm -hmm. last for the past six months. Well, January through
1: January through April. Through April.
0: And then before that you were there for the summer. Mm -hmm. So how did you like what made you decide to do that? How did you get involved with that?
1: Yeah, so spring semester of junior year. So like around January, February of twenty twenty two. I remember thinking that I didn't have big... I mean, I didn't have plans for the summer. And um, it was kind of either stay in Nashville and work or go home and work or, you know, whatever that may look like. And I remember talking to my mom about it. And I also had always wanted to travel. Mm. um, And it just didn't work out with COVID stuff to travel with school. And she was like, you should really look into... Um, you know, going to serve somewhere on mission, mm. and maybe look into some different organizations. And so, um, I looked and I prayed about that and what that could look like. And something really just popped up where I got connected mm. from my missions pastor at home, who knew um, some people in England who um, were looking cool. for kind of an intern. And it was partly like a digital engagement internship mm. as well as just like missions. And so, yeah. um, I was like, yeah, And I, I really, I'm a person that like kind of just commits okay. and like, I don't need to know all the details of everything. And so honestly going in, I didn't know what it was going to look like fully. I didn't know really where I was going to live or who I was going with. Um, and I met them, I mean, I met one girl right before, um, we left and then I met the two other people that I was working with for the summer on the plane. Oh um gosh. in Amsterdam at four in the morning. Wow, very jet lagged. So not my best not my best look, but um
0: Hey, you bond quickly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um
1: and so yeah, so I just kinda jumped in and um also with my faith, I feel like for me growing up and just the way that the Lord's created me, everything's very um black and white in mm-hmm. terms of just like I know that he I I know that he will provide. I know that he's there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to commit. Wow. And so that's good. And not like bragging about that, but (laughs) I just, I feel like he's created me in a way that allows me to, to feel more black and white about things. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, I'm just going to go because I know Mm -hmm. he's gone before me and I know that he'll use it. Um, And so getting to the UK, it was, um, there wasn't a lot of culture shock for me because I feel like it's not super, super different. Um, than America, but um, still the the city that we were in in particular is a very diverse city, and so I didn't expect that at all going into mm-hmm. England, um, but it was a summer of um, a lot of, I mean, I did some stuff with a digital engagement internship, but also just um, partnering with the local church there and, and figuring out where they need people to serve and just filling those gaps, mm. um, because you're not going in I mean you shouldn't be going into a situation like that as in um oh they need me to come and do this like they need me Mm. to come and share the gospel of Jesus no like the Lord is the Lord can use anyone he can use anything and he's already working there Mm -hmm. so um it's the whole idea of like the the cheesy (laughs) pastor saying of like you're partnering with the Holy spirit in those yeah. moments and in the everyday moments, but mm. in this moment as well. And so, um, I was just, um, going in with kind of having that mindset, but also he taught me so much of, um, you have to take a step back from yourself. You really have to humble yourself. And, wow. um, it's not like you're traveling around and getting to see England all the time. No, mm. you're there to serve and you're there to, 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 try to share who Jesus is with anyone who will listen. Wow. Um, because I mean, I was there for two months, but it's not, there are people there who've been there for, you know, years and years and years, and they've built Mm -hmm. such good relationships with the people that live there. And so, um, just, you know, I don't know anything. So I want to learn from these people who who live here and I want to learn, um, what their culture and their perspective of God and who Jesus Mm. is, is, and then, um, see how the
0: Lord will use a conversation from there. But, um, Yeah. So I grew a lot. Do you feel like your expectations like shifted once you got there? Like you're talking about, um, feeling like, oh, they don't need me, which so good. Um, and I feel like that applies to not even like missions, but just, Mm -hmm. you know, your day to day life. If you have like a friend who you're trying to share Jesus with or encourage and you feel the pressure of like, oh my gosh, I need to be the person that like can you tell I'm speaking about myself? (laughs) (laughs) I put so much pressure on myself Uh to like, honestly, I have such a God complex and Mm -hmm. I've been like, just really wrestling through that. All that to say, like God does not need me Mm -hmm. and like God does not need you. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we partner with the Holy spirit. Was that something you had in your mind going into it? Or was it kind of like, was your perspective shifted to that when you were there? Mm.
1: I definitely think that I had a bit of a, a God complex as you would say of like, Mm. you don't, you don't understand that fully. And like, I still haven't understood it fully, but you don't understand that the ways that the Lord is working without you.
0: Mm. I feel like
1: until you're in that moment. Mm. And so I kind of went in and I just think like, I kind of went in being, I wanted to be humble about it and I wanted to figure out how to serve, but it was, um, in terms of evangelism, which, um, we got to do some street evangelism, which I'll get into a little bit. But, um, if you're trying to go out there and speak words from your own, you know, knowledge and just trying to, to say whatever to these people Mm -hmm. about Jesus, like, That's not what it's about. Mm. It's when you fully submit to the Lord and what he's done in your life and, and the grace that he's shown you and the ways that he's moved um, and is always moving. That's when he uses you. Um, It's not me being like, Oh, I'm going to go out and and tell people about Jesus and Mm. I'm going to do it my way. And in the way that I've learned and the way that the Bible or whatever, Um, Mm. because that's just not the heart. It's always about, the heart posture and in so many things of life and this is just another one of them of like you've got to submit because yeah you know you can't do it on your own
0: yeah that's so good okay yeah I want to get back to the street evangelism thing but first I want to know what it was like coming having that two months which I'm sure in the moment it felt like a long time but looking back on it it was probably Mm -hmm. like two months so so quick so how did it feel coming back to nashville after having had that experience
1: Mm. it was one of those things and i want to kind of compare it i guess to summer camp Mm. you might compare it to where you're you're on a spiritual high and you've been in this community of believers who are so devoted to the calling of of sharing the gospel to the nations that they have They just partner together and they encourage one another at all times and are, you know, going out on the streets and getting to share this. And it's just all the time um, pouring out and filling up and pouring out and filling up of your cup. And so I we talked about before we left the idea of um, you you can't come back to America and expect your church in America to look like the church here. Mm. because it just doesn't. And that's this sometimes the sad truth of, of a church. Um, But I think I did come off of it of like in a spiritual high, in a sense of, wow, like I've seen the Lord move so, Mm. so strongly and so evidently in front of my eyes this past two months. And he's called me to depend on him in in an even bigger way and in different ways than I ever could back home. And so I think coming back, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to do this and this and this, like I'm implementing all these things that I did for the past two months into like a mm. weekly or monthly routine here yeah. and with my church here and yeah. the people here. And it's just so easy. Once you get back to, to creep back into your normal mm. habits and routines. And I mean, it sticks with you always, but especially the first few weeks, you're like, you're still kind of on fire and, yeah. um, you know, it's so easy. Our our flesh just sli- slips back into the um, the daily routine of mm. busyness and yeah. you know everything else. But again, with when you're on a mission trip like that, you're you're there for for that specifically. Yeah. Like, all of your time is devoted to these things, so mm. that does help. Yeah. Um, and coming back here, you have school, you have work, you have yeah. homework, you have friends, you have you know a million other things mm. that are gonna steal your time and so um I feel like I I implemented a few things but it wasn't um the change that I hoped when Mm. I left that I would have in my routine I guess yeah Um, but it did change my perspective and I think I had a a like um
0: open eyes Mm. and so yeah do you feel like now your routine looks more like you hoped it would.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. So after that, I yeah. went back to school for the fall semester, mm-hmm. graduated in December, and I knew I had, you know, the next semester I didn't have anything really planned. And I was yeah. like, I'd love to go back. So I got to go back to the UK and serve with the same church and people. Um, but it was, um, you know, kind of starting from, a level up because I was familiar with the people mm, and the culture mm-hmm. and the um, what I was doing. So I was able to jump right back in. And, um, I just like, cause I, I craved that so much when I got back here, I mm. craved what I had there. Um, and so I really like put everything back into it when I was there. And, um, yeah. So coming back this time, I have really tried to make it, a goal of mine to get plugged into my church here mm-hmm. to become someone that um, can serve and like has the time to serve in the church here and whatever that may look like and with our Bible study I was like I need to have that community yeah um, of believers this summer and as I'm beginning my life here in Nashville and beginning adulthood Um, It's so important if you don't prioritize that now, it's so easy to slip back away from it. Mm. So um, prioritizing like prayer and um, in my day-to-day moments of like lifting things up to the Lord just in that moment immediately rather than being like, oh, I'll pray about that later or um, whatever that may be, whether that's like driving to work in the morning instead of listening to music. I'm like, wow, it's a Mm -hmm. 20-minute drive. Yeah, This is perfect time for the Lord. Mm. Um, And so I really feel like he's, he's teaching me these spiritual disciplines that were easier there because that's all I had to do. Yeah. Um, and figuring out how they fit into
0: a life of working and yeah, it's crazy. I want to say too, like, cause by the time this episode comes out, it'll be almost August. Um, and just like whoever's listening, if you, maybe you were working at a summer camp this summer or did a similar like missions experience and you're coming back and you're like, dang, like I want that here it's our sometimes we can't change our circumstances or like the routines of our day-to-day life like we got to go to school Mm -hmm. and we got to go to work you know and that and those things are not bad those things are good Mm -hmm. and it's when whatever high you may have experienced at camp or on mission or like the way that you are with the lord instead of trying to focus on like what you do being different, I would encourage you to try to focus like your heart Mm -hmm. being different because it's so true. If you like, you're coming back to the physical place. So it's easy to blame that lack of fire on Mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's because of the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I think it's also fair to say that your heart will want to revert back to how it was when it was in that place Mm -hmm. before you left. Mm -hmm. Because that, you know, how we think about things and our perspective about things is very much informed by the physical place we are in and the physical routine we put our bodies through. So if you were thinking about something a certain way before you went to camp and then you went to camp and you experienced this soul change, heart change, and you come back, it's easy for your heart to go back to the same place it was before you left. Mm -hmm. And so it's like... Focus on Mm -hmm. the heart Mm -hmm. and like, I think the rest will
1: follow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just always going to be easier to, um, ignore what God's calling you to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's where you really Mm -hmm. have to dig in deep Mm -hmm. and make that decision for yourself. Like in my life, am I going to submit to the Lord? Am I going to allow him to stretch me and make me uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And, push me out of my comfort zone Yeah, every day. You wow. Have to, you have to make that decision every day. Mm. Um, it's not just a one and done. Yeah. Like the lordship of, of Jesus in your life mm. has to be real. Yeah. It has to be a real commitment. And so. Dang. Yeah. It, and obviously there's days when I forget that, mm. but like he made it so clear in my time in the UK um, of his lordship. And so. I feel like that was the first time I fully understood it and mm. fully submitted. And so I I see it now, I feel like.
0: Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like. Was it a specific experience you had or just like being there? What made you realize the importance of being uncomfortable in submission? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you, for, for a
1: lot of that, what comes to mind is the times when we were out on the streets um, doing evangelism, which what that looked like for us, um, it's not, you know, that that image of people standing on the corner with the sign that says, mm-hmm. like, you're going to go to hell. Like, you yeah, know, that's not what evangelism is and that's mm. not who Jesus is. And um, but there is evangelism is calling to go and, and tell. Mm. It's not just like living, living how Jesus lived is um, a beauty of submission and, mm. and being who Jesus called you to be. But actually sharing the gospel with your words is mm. what evangelism is and what he's called us to. And so um, we would take a whiteboard out into the city center, which is very heavy foot traffic, and we would set it up and we would write, if you could ask God one question, dot, dot, dot. And so that way the people who were walking by and they read it, they had some kind of idea of, you know, who we were or what we were doing there. Yeah. But, um, we would just stand there and we'd, we'd be like, hey, would you like to write a question on the board? Because th- it's totally their choice. We're not like, you know, yelling at people about yeah. it. We really just wanted to have a conversation, mm-hmm. whether that, um, the Lord allowed it to get to the full gospel or, you know, whether that was just, um, encouraging them in their day. Like, mm-hmm. can we be praying for you? I know you might not want to have this conversation, but is there something that is happening today that we can, um, be praying for you about? So going back to the idea of submission, um, at the beginning, I would go out there and be like, oh, I know this, like, I know the story of the gospel. Like, um mm. and you you just think like everyone's gonna wanna hear it or like why wouldn't they just stay and at least be polite and listen yeah um but that's not the case <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. most people don't wanna hear um that you're broken and sinful and mm. that you need someone to mm. um, rescue you that's not the idea that the world loves <laughs> um and so I very quickly was like oh my gosh God like we have to. We have to give this to you, like just mm. the act of coming out here to you before we even come out here because we're coming out here, we're setting this up and we're being like, well, people are going to come and we're going to get share. But like, no, we quickly were like, we need to, before we even come out here, we need to take time in prayer and we mm. need to be praying for the Lord to quiet our hearts, quiet our minds, mm. but also that he would go before us and he is already going before us, but like he would prepare the hearts of people that are walking by um Lord, that you would bring people who have questions on their hearts already, um who have you know, just had an experience before that they might connect, be able to connect with and we can talk about or um, so just praying about it all before we go out before. And that really sets you in the mindset of like, yeah, this is not me. like mm-hmm. this is not mm-hmm. my own ability or or talent or knowledge. Um, and so um, that would that was just one example of like, recognizing that submitting to the Lord is when he when you fully allow him to use you um and then I de- like there would be times when we would pray like Lord just allow us to meet someone and um get to invite them to church on Sunday and and let them experience it and learn more about you and um we prayed that for like 30 minutes one day and mm. the next Sunday there was five people that we had met Dang. that week on the street who had Come to church the wow. next week, and um, just so many other opportunities of having conversations with people, and um, I just don't even remember the whole conversation because mm. I know it was the Holy Spirit, and like That's they would really ask cool. me questions that I just knew I didn't know, <laughs> and I'd be like, "God, this is all you. Like, you have to take yeah. this conversation because I don't. I, wow. I I will just fail." Um, and just when you feel the Holy Spirit. Mm in those moments it's like in indescribable and mm.
0: um yeah it's crazy that like if you like believe in jesus and like what he's done and you accept him into your heart like that holy that same holy spirit that was in ashley that was like giving her the words like lives in you mm-hmm. whoever's listening mm-hmm. and i feel like that's it's so it can be easy to be like oh well you know Ashley just has like more, you know, like bigger Holy Spirit because whatever it's, it's, it's the same. It's literally the same Holy Spirit inside of all of us. We just have to choose.
1: Yeah. Like allow him to use us. Yeah.
0: Stop trying to fight him. Yeah.
1: Take the control back.
0: Yeah. And submit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I have a, I feel like you, I can't even imagine how many people you talk to, but do you have like, a specific story or a specific conversation that's really stuck with you that just like you're just like dang, like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, the one that comes to mind is from uh, I don't know when it, it was probably in February, um, but so we this time, the second time I went, I went with different people, um, and so they we're partnering with a different church in the city, but they would go on Mondays to the university, the nearby university and set up a whiteboard with the similar idea, but um, they would go every Monday. And so students like got familiar with them and they would um, come back, like some of them would come back each Monday and be like, oh, I have a new question for you. Uh Um, And so it was cool to see that, like hear their stories of them getting to like build relationships and have multiple conversations with people. and then they would come out with us on Tuesdays where we would be in the city center um, away from the university. And um, so we had literally just set up. It was probably like, we had just tightened the whiteboard, wrote, written the question. And around the corner comes um, one of the students that they had gotten to connect with a few times. And um, I hadn't met him yet, but they introduced us and they were like, yeah, we've, he's come back and gotten to ask us a few um, more questions and he always has really, um, insightful questions. And, um, then they introduced him to me and they were like, yeah, maybe you would want to ha- have a question to ask Ashley, Ashley, cause you haven't met her yet. Um, and so he came over to me and I, I can't remember the exact question he asked me, but it was some like deep, like hypothetical question <laughs> about like hope. Oh and, gosh. Uh, and he comes from a different faith background and, okay. um, So we just got talking about hope and where does hope come from? And he was talking about it in a lot of, um, circle, circumstantial hope Mm. of like, I hope I get this. And I hope in five years I'm doing this. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, have you ever thought about like hope as in like a more like not circumstantial, but just a broad idea of hope, like in your day to day, um, like week to week like what like it's not dependent on anything yeah. yeah yeah what are you believing in um, so we really got down that rabbit hole and this is the conversation i'm talking about that i don't like fully remember wow um, but we talked and it was freezing because it's february in, in <laughs> england yeah and so literally freezing and i was like sweating
0: <laughs> <laughs> and totally yeah. work um, if you're sweating yeah.
1: <laughs> and so we probably talked for like an hour wow and Towards the end, I do, I remember we, I had gotten to share the story of Jesus and we had walked through and I had kind of understood where his like faith background was and what he thought about it so that I like could better, you know, address like, you know, this is what I believe in, why it is this way. And mm-hmm. so I got to share the gospel of Jesus and share who Jesus is and why he died on the cross for him and, um, what that means for us as um, humans and as sinful, broken humans, and the hope that is in the story of Jesus, mm. and he started to tear up, and I just remember asking him. I well, I rem I remember the Holy Spirit being like, just ask him, and I was like, so what's keeping you from, you know, believing this? Mm. And he was fully at the point of counting the cost of being like, I just can't do this to my family. I can't wow. turn away from the faith that i was brought up in um which is it's a hard that's i can't imagine how yeah. difficult of a place that is to be um and i wish i could say that you know he became a believer and you know mm-hmm. whatever but it re- the conversation ended of of me getting to pray with him and mm-hmm. he was just so um amazed at the story and the beauty of jesus but he didn't you know, he couldn't commit to the Lordship and that's okay mm. for now because I know that the Lord is working in him. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit was working in that moment. Yeah. And it's this idea again, going back to like, it's not me who's going to save him. Mm. It's God and it's in God's timing. Mm. And, um, now that I'm back here, I'm obviously like, Oh, and I got to like, we got to meet up with him a few more times after that and have more conversations and just mm. build a friendship and,
0: oh, sweet.
1: Um, built like connect him with people who are there yeah and are staying there so that they can continue to pour into him and disciple but um you know I'm so hopeful that I'll see him in heaven one day Wow, I, mean, I just know that um the Lord will continue to work in his life and um it sometimes it just takes it takes longer for people and yeah. um I'm I mean I'm blessed obviously to grow up in in the story of Jesus in my life Um, but some people just didn't and so it just takes a little bit longer and that's okay yeah I love your
0: it's so I love your perspective on that because it wasn't like oh you know I didn't save him so Mm -hmm. like it was all for Mm naught like I didn't save him but like you had a smile on your face Mm -hmm. as you said that because like I can see how much you believe that god is working in his Mm -hmm. life and that it's not like and that you Mm actually don't need to save him Mm -hmm. and like you all you did was just obey Mm -hmm. and like believe that that was what you were supposed to do in that moment like that is just so cool and it it releases us of that I think a lot of times the idea and at least for me, the idea of like missions and like evangelism can seem so like there's so much pressure because it's like, oh, I have to save X amount of people. Mm -hmm. I have to like hit this quota, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I tend to view it in such like a. Not logistical, but you you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And it's like no, it's literally just obeying. Mm-hmm. It's li- it's just listening to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, and asking Him that question, like ask him why why He doesn't ask Him what's holding mm-hmm. Him back. It's just like listening to that and mm-hmm. and keeping going and not like winning or losing. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly. so cool. Exactly. It's
1: it's a, it is a mindset of yeah, this is not. You know, going back to what I said earlier, it's not our own ability and, um, but there is like a, there's the the great commission, the call, Mm. like go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and so it's not us going to make disciples, but it's us obeying the command to go and share, Mm. um, whether that's in your, your school and your class and in any aspect of your life, go and share. Like, yeah. Don't keep this to yourself. Yeah. Why would you keep the the gift of forgiveness and eternity mm. from people? Um, but like give it up to God and be like, I I can't do this on my own and mm. He
0: will He will lead you. Yeah. I'm confident of that. Dang. Okay, so when you were in England in the UK, you were on the streets <laughs> multiple <laughs> times a <the> week. Street. <laughs> <laughs> street evangelism I don't you're not doing that here, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so at least I haven't seen you on 21st. <laughs> with sign. that's next week. <laughs> next week. Okay. Um, but what how do you think that like your perspective of evangelism and spreading the gospel? Like, what does that look like here for you right now? Yeah. And that's a great question it's okay if something, you don't have a perfect well, answer
1: yeah it. I mean I don't have a perfect answer it's something that I'm praying about because mm. the it's it's a million times easier to go into a, a different country in a wow. city where I don't know anyone and do it yeah. than it would be to do it in Nashville mm. and that's the truth of why I haven't done it it's the fear Dang. um also, some logistical things of like <laughs> I need a whiteboard and people to go, with. but those are easy, those are the easy things, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's the that's the question, like Lord, mm. what does this look like in yeah. my life here, um, in my day to day where I work mm. nine to five, yeah. but then I have the evenings and um and so I'm still working through that.
0: Mm. And okay.
1: I that's why like accountability is so real, yeah. Because, um. I I want to I want to go and do yeah. it. It's just, just it's it's scary.
0: Yeah. It's scarier. and I'm going to be honest, it's scary. I'm like maybe um, we should go. I'll put something on the podcast Instagram story. I'd yeah. be like <laughs> who wants to come out with the whiteboard yes. with Ashley and I. Please. No, I would be so down. Like <laughs> we <let's>, could Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think like we just I just have to do it. Yeah. I need to stop making excuses and mm. stop letting that fear hold me back. Yeah. Um because I feel like it's now I have these like tools and tool Mm. free tools that Jesus has given me in a toolbox that he's given me Mm. to share. um, And it's selfish of me to keep them in there. So um, not to saying that like he hasn't allowed me to use them in, you know, like one-on-one conversations with people, but it's not, I'm not like actively seeking it as Mm. much here. And so, um, yeah, definitely praying about that and figuring out what that looks like. But, whoever wants to
0: come out with us and okay. i'll get a,
1: i'll get the whiteboard <laughs> markers okay i'll be there oh
0: and going out with the whiteboard is not the only way no no, no no yeah that's
1: just like um an easier way mm. or like one of the easier ways i feel like yeah. of, of making it um possible i guess especially as like girls in a city yeah um but
0: yeah yeah i am gonna be praying it's a it's a hard thing like i go through seasons where i honestly feel like rocked with i i just feel like a lot of pressure to like oh am i doing enough which it's interesting to think about that because i i i'm one like when it comes from like when if i feel guilty or if i feel like if if i'm doing it enough that's when i'm like "Mm," you know like just And just, it really is just, like, being so, such in prayer because I have had experiences with, like, relationships. And I, I, my mentor, too, is, like, talks to me about how just sometimes, like, building relationship with people, it's, like, that's so important, too, is just, like, being a friend and then, like, continuing to listen to the Holy Spirit in that friendship. And if there is a time when, like, you know, obviously like, God is in control of everything. So yeah, you can go up to like the random person on the street and with like a whiteboard and you can also be friends with somebody like for a really long time and listen to the Holy spirit and ask them questions and show them the love of Christ. And like hopefully get to a point one day where you have a conversation or they're open to that, you know? Um, So yeah, there's evangelism in general. It's just, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at the end of the day. We're called to go out and make disciples, and so I think it's up to all of us to figure out what that looks like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would encourage both of us and whoever's listening. Like I kind of said this earlier, but there's a there's such a beauty in the life change that happens when you become a follower of Jesus. Mm. Um, but they're not gonna they might notice something different. They might notice like a light and a joy in you, which
0: is Jesus.
1: Yeah. But until you tell them that, yeah. Um, they're not just gonna they're not gonna Th- know. They're not and exactly and we so, assume that they do. Yeah. I mean at least people use that excuse. Not yeah. excuse, but people say that all the time, like or that that quote of, um, share the gospel and when necessary, use words. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily agree with that because yeah. the gospel is, is portrayed in everything we do, but mm. the gospel is sharing the story of Jesus, mm. the actual story. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And I think for some reason we like get so such in our heads about, it, especially in America, because like so many people. Well, maybe a lot of people don't know the story. I always assume, oh, they know who Jesus mm-hmm. is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which maybe they don't.
1: They might. I mean, they might know who Jesus is, and but they yeah. don't know the the story and like why he had to do this why mm-hmm. he had to die on the cross and like what that means for us yeah that's difference. um i mean that's like the whole idea there's so much you know church hurt and mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. against christianity and i think it's a lot of it comes from they've never heard the true story of who jesus is wow uh, and so we have to <laughs> take action and and sharing that he's given it to us and we have to be good stewards of it yeah. um and we have to, you know, go back to the Bible, mm. go back to what it says and share that mm. because that's the truth. Mm. We can't like switch it up in our heads and yeah. say whatever we want, but
0: we have to go out and share who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, whoever's listening, And I'm going to do this too. Pray, pray about like, I would encourage you to pray about, okay, God, like who, who do you want me to share Jesus to? Mm-hmm. And like lead me if I, if you're scared like tell God that and like ask him to take away your fear mm-hmm. and like yeah he I I've seen when you pray for stuff like that like mm-hmm. he'll bring you someone oh yeah I've seen it pray <laughs>
1: boldly pray specifically yeah he brings. He brings answers to those prayers. He
0: brings answers to those he prayers. Says, you
1: want to, you want to share the gospel? I'll, I will show you someone who needs the gospel. Yeah. You just have, and then when that moment comes, you have to step out. Yeah. You can't just shy away once he brings it to you. Yeah.
0: And like, if you get like scared, that's okay. But also like, I think sometimes like worst case scenario, they're going to be like a little awkward, you yeah. know, like it's, yeah. we, we make it such a big deal in our heads, but yeah. then like, you'll say it and like worst case they're like
1: okay yeah
0: and that so you just like yeah. move on <laughs> you know we have to lean into the awkward mm. that's another thing that <laughs> okay doing. one of the like
1: funnier things yeah is, like, we as christians have to lean into the awkwardness mm. of what it can look like sometimes dang because the lord can use that too but yeah. also it is
0: awkward <laughs> it doesn't have to be this like super yeah. eloquent like thing you know i can
1: count like that story i told earlier that's like on one hand, how many times, like, it Mm. went that, you know, smoothly. Wow. Like, there's tens and whatever, not thousands, (laughs) (laughs) thousands,
0: (laughs) tens tens (laughs) of other times, maybe a hundred, (laughs) Yeah,
1: other times where it was, you know, awkward, Mm. (laughs) like, you're not, you're just kind of like, yeah, this is what it is, and they're like, okay, and, you know, they've heard at least the story of Jesus, Mm. the Lord will use it.
0: Dang. he'll plant
1: the seed and he'll water it hopefully with someone else later on in their life
0: yeah he doesn't need you to have like eloquent words exactly exactly but he already wrote
1: the eloquent words he already
0: wrote them mm-hmm. so good oh okay well getting to the last question mm-hmm. um yeah what's what's something that's too wonderful for you mm.
1: i think it's coming off of that whole idea that the Holy Spirit is working in every single person's life. Mm. The Lord is moving and pulling people to him. Um, and we are partners in that. And that's the beauty of it. But you have to like be quiet enough to listen mm. to how he's moving, to how he's working. Um, and it's just like insane that he could be working in everyone's life simultaneous simultaneously yeah um and we get to partner mm. we get to walk alongside him and um yeah i just yeah that's insane to me yeah that he can be so big and so everywhere all the time oh my
0: gosh literally this morning i was th- i i just like can't wrap my head around it mm-hmm. that like the same holy spirit that was in the holy of holies thousands of years ago in the tabernacle like in that tent and they had to like go through all these things to like and there was like a huge like pillar of smoke and it mm-hmm. was just so like that is in me mhm and it's like what
1: i know i know
0: <laughs> i i feel like i just forget like i forget that power and like it's in you and mm-hmm. it's in whoever's listening, if they have, like, accepted that. You know, it's just, it is too wonderful for me to, like, fully comprehend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. So, it's so good. Thanks, Ashley, for coming on the pod. Oh, yeah, And course. for sharing your story. I, like, this has been such a valuable conversation. I'm really excited and hopeful of whoever's listening, mm. yeah. what it gets them to ponder. Oh, so. Well, thank you so much
1: for having me. I pray that the... The Lord will um, embolden us
0: as we go into this week and whoever's listening. Yeah, that's good. All right. Remember, Jesus loves you and there's no such thing as coincidences. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family, the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at its 2 wonderful Pod.